Uh, welcome to another episode of the new Rory and Maul. Uh, I am Maul. I'm Damaris. And uh, we are back uh, after a weekend of experiences and life and bills and mm-hmm. headaches and trauma and depression you know. and life. grief and <clears throat> yeah, life. We learned we learned another fun fact. So I think there's three episodes in a row. We found out Steven Spielberg directed Color Purple. Mm-hmm. We found out Maul is indeed Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no idea. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And we found out today that Maul's godfather is Earl the Pearl. <laughs> you just be keeping that? shit from us, bro. Y'all didn't know that? No. Why, how the fuck would we know? I that? didn't go to your christening. No, no I, I don't like, know. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I told you that years ago, though. I feel like we was having a conversation about basketball or something. I don't know. Well, how is James doing? <clears throat> James? Who's isn't, isn't his real name like James Monroe? No. <laughs> Yo, that is, we got to, can we talk about that? Because that's a real thing, like Bill's being William. It's like, if somebody says William, like, who the fuck are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Bill. Yeah. That's fucking Bill. That's not William, man. What are you, like, who who comes up with that? Um, But he's great. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I said I got to go see him and pull up on him, but um, he's doing good, though. That's, I mean, we give you so much shit for Rockefeller. I didn't know you just had the Earl the Pearl card yeah. chilling. Can you guys explain who that is for our younger listeners? Oh, uh, like, one of the greatest, uh, Guards of all time, NBA history. Uh, one of the greatest collegiate players. I just sound like no, but it's true. One of the greatest collegiate players. One of the greatest guards in uh NBA top fifty. Well, top seventy five now, but uh, top fifty player. Jesus Shuttlesworth is actually named after him. Yeah. Thank you. From Maryland, B. Moore. Well, from Philadelphia, but he That's played like for the Baltimore Bullets. A... Oh, okay. <laughs> but like... the Baltimore Bullets at that time. This is way back. Damn, Baltimore Bullets. I'm not. Th- I'm not that old. Yeah. No, I'm not. E- I mean, I, obviously, I'm not that old. But yeah, you're like Supersonics old. Supersonics. I'm Supersonics old. Yes, yeah. that's me. Yeah, I remember Supersonics. I'm Charlotte Bobcats old. I'm Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, I'm, I'm Charlotte, Charlotte Bobcats. I'm, I'm yeah. Mike yeah. on the Wizards old. That was disgusting. <laughs> Mike on the Wizards was disgusting. He made the All Star game. Of course he did. He's Michael Jordan. He's the greatest player ever. And then drafted. But I'm probably saying he was never supposed pick all to time. wear that Wizards jersey, bro. Like we was never supposed to see Mike in a Wizards jersey. That's just it different. sold a lot though. It's Mike. It's anything is gonna sell, but it's just like, though, he wasn't supposed to be a wizard. A wizard? No. He probably had some gambling debt that they just discovered yeah, after killed. retirement. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you gotta play another three years and date us off. In DC. Yeah. He had some gambling debt. Uh so how was your weekend, bro? Uh it was cool. I just did uh my mom was was here for the whole weekend. We started on my guest bed, guest bedroom. It was yeah, one of those adulting. Okay, that's did, good. Did, that feels I, good to see the progress and everything coming together. Yeah, I just did. The, I'm Target, Raymore, Flanagan, IKEA. I can't go to any more of these yeah. stores. So I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. And on a Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah. And with a middle aged Irish woman mm. on top of all the chaos that happens at God the stores on a Saturday, it was just it was a lot. Yeah. It was one of those, and then I had to carry everything. Of obviously. course, of course. Moms just pick things out, throw them mm. in the cart. You and carry. like, who's carrying all this? And who's paying for it? You. You. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a chill weekend for me, man. Uh, saw some friends, saw some family. Uh, you know, just real chill laid back. I wanted to, I wasn't going to go out of town, but I was like, hey, you know what? Let me stay home. and Those are necessary. Just getting the crib together, things like that. Do things while I got time in the, uh, in New York to just, you know, enjoy myself. So I know my mother week. is getting older, which that's always a, a weird feeling when you realize your parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. But what really had it set in this weekend is my mom is starting to do what like children do. Like when we'll just drive past something, she'll just say, say it out loud. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no context to yeah. like we'll just say Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she'll just do that. It's been there for 30 <laughs> years. That <laughs> one has been there. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, she's getting old. Cause she just be yell- just yelling out shit we're passing. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, my mom is my mom is she's she's been at that point for a while. Like it's but it's 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 funny, but it's like it's a life. Yeah. It's yeah. like now I have to take care of my mom. Like mm-hmm. this is crazy. Yeah. I was it, it was an interesting, interesting weekend. Yeah. Ikea is insane for my 32-year-old niece. Because mm-hmm. you can't really, once you're in the maze, you can't get out. Yeah. Like, that right. shit is... You have to buy something in order to get out. That's part of the for sure. with Ikea. They don't let you out the door unless you buy something. And then that, with my patience and the amount of families that were in there with children who look at Ikea as a playground, which I get, I'm 32 and kind of do. Yeah. It just, and my mother can only walk so fast. I just... I'm just happy to be with everyone today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is your mom at that through. age where she she yells to random kids, "Be careful!" Yo, for sure, she's done that all the time. Though. I'm like, mom, this is not your child. <laughs> Leave that kid alone. Be careful. Now this her, her father is fucking six five, mm-hmm. three hundred pounds. That now, yeah. now look who I got to have a, a conversation with. That was always my mother. My mother was, um, hey, hey, get up, get off of that, get off of that, get down, sit down. Like, it takes like a village that. is what they say, right? It mm-hmm. takes a village takes to a raise. Village. I'm that same way too now. Like as I grow up, I realize like when I see kids doing shit, they ain't got no business. I don't just let, get down now. Like, mm, yeah, the now is where it's letting you know that you are approaching the danger zone. And, <laughs> the danger yeah, zone. Yeah, the danger zone. Next is going to become physical after the mm. now. So my mother picked coral as the color for my guest bedroom, right? I'm so excited. Which I'm not mad at. I think with the gray and everything, the coral look nice. So I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm with coral. Let's just not go too pinkish with the coral. Yeah. Because you know. Still How far a, off still is a thug. it mall sweater? <laughs> far. It's more like that light than anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and of course, when I walk into Target, I didn't know Target is now sponsored by the color coral. Is that the, the entire sp- bedding department at Target oh, now spring, is coral. That's their spring oh. palette. So <laughs> it wasn't like I could just run in and grab the first comforter that was there. Mm-hmm. We went through every last sheet, every last combination. I just... I, I think that's probably why I'm not built for marriage. Because I could never imagine having to do that every day. Well, when you're married, I think that they they, they, do, do they automatically yeah. do that. Like but they, I, they, once they have their name and access to the credit card and the account, mm. you never see women again shop. That's true. You just see shit at the door. Like, what is this? Okay. Mm. And who paid for this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Amazon just keeps ringing. Yeah, it's home. like, yo, what, what is this now? What room does this you got go got Amazon to? on retainer. Like, yeah, it's like, what is this shit? But, um, but I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. It was a fun bonding time with me and my mom. It was yeah, cool yeah, to work that's, on that's, something together. I, I love that. I don't want to sound like yeah, I'm complaining. Yeah. It's just Same. starting to realize shit yeah. as your parents get older. And you, have to, and you have to like, you have to prepare yourself mm-hmm. mentally. Like, oh. you have to become very patient. Mm-hmm. You have to become very understanding. You have to become very like, you know, you have to seem engaged in the conversation. Yeah, no, Mama, this is great. This color would go great with that. Mm. I don't care. Let's get the fuck out of Get the shit and let's go. <laughs> but you have to seem invested and engaged mm. with your mom because, again, those are the moments that, you know, you'll cherish. And I love now that both my parents were always mad when I would be on my phone. Now they're both kind of like leaning more into technology now. Like my dad has an iPad and shit. Mm. They both have iPhones. Yeah. So all those years, my mother was yelling at me because I wasn't engaged with whatever our conversation was because I was on my phone. Mm-hmm. I now get my get back. So the entire time we were in Target and she would like look at her phone because now she is, does the iPhone thing. Yeah. Like, can you pay attention, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get off your phone. 
<laughs> You're addicted to that thing. Yeah. I'm taking it away for three hours. Is the font like crazy big? <laughs> so, the text? I, like you can read the, the text from over there? Good morning is like a whole yeah, scroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the font on my mom's phone is crazy. I'm like, my, the letters don't have to be that big. Listen, I joke with my dad. I'm like, you couldn't cheat if you wanted to. <laughs> That's hilarious. The whole all block moms can read that. your phone right now. All moms go through that. That's some funny <laughs> shit. Um, um, let's start off by saying prayers to <clears throat> the victims of the Buffalo shooting. Yes, yes. Prayers um, and condolences to the entire community. Yeah, our up in Buffalo. Uh, all of the families affected. Our prayers and thoughts are with you all. Um, that that's it's just such a tragic, tragic something as innocent and you know routine as grocery shopping mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know I thought about my mom a lot in that moment because that's something that my mom does every Sunday yeah you know what I mean she goes to the grocery store and you know pick up a few things like and to know that a lot of these individuals were doing that same thing going mm-hmm. to the store they had plans to cook you know later on and you know sit down with their family love and then something like this just a random act of terrorism a random act of hate um you know, and lives are lost for what? Just because somebody decided they hate people so much and today is the day where I'm just going to destroy families forever. Like that is just a, such a selfish and horrible thing that people have to deal with when it comes to shit like that. And something needs to be done immediately with these gun laws. I just don't understand how an 18 year old that's already been diagnosed <clears throat> as mentally ill, has already threatened to shoot up his school, gets an automatic rifle. Yeah. I just um, don't understand how that that this exists. has to this has to be and I do believe that the Supreme Court is supposed to make a decision almost like immediately or soon about gun laws. I would hope so. Because this is uh this is something that, you know, I just don't even understand how anybody that is in control of gun laws in this country could see this and not feel like okay, we have to make sure that this never happens again. We have to yeah. do everything that we can to ensure that something like this will never happen again. Like this is, it's, 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 there's nothing else to even protest about, march about. It's like, listen, get these fucking guns out of here, ban them. Whoever is caught with these type of guns, automatic life sentence in prison. You have to go that harsh Hell yeah. with these laws because this is, those are killing machines. Those are war weapons. Mm-hmm. Like to just walk into a grocery store and just gun people down like that. It's not hunting. It's not it's, collecting. It's, it's, it's a fucking murder weapon. It's, not a protection it's, it's, weapon. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's, it's made to kill. Ma- in mass quantities. Yes. So it's it's something that we just, we have to get rid of these. We have to get rid of these guns. We have to get rid of these guns. We have to protect each other more than this. Nobody needs that gun on the streets in these neighborhoods. Like that. that has to be. This has to go away immediately. Like they need to make a decision and get these fucking guns out of here because this is not. If this continues, we'll be talking about this again. Yeah, and We're that's the sad part. About it. Yeah, it's, it's like we. This is just like enough is enough, man. Like these guns, no, but nobody needs these weapons. Nobody needs these weapons. So, prayers, condolences to the families. I can only imagine, you know, what they're going through to lose a loved one like that, and then, you know, have the world see it. It's like you. Know, it's it's just so unfortunate and. Again, you know, just all we can offer is our prayers and just, you know, continue to pray for these families because this is something that these images and this, you know, this feeling is going to be with them forever. So, yeah, I, I made the mistake of um, watching the video on accident, just not even knowing, like, you know, just scrolling through my timeline and I clicked it. I didn't know what it was. 
Um, and that shit completely changed the course of my entire day and the next couple of days. People, please stop sharing that video. I, I fortunately yeah. did not see it. Thank God. I, I saw I saw the the beginning of it only because again, like Demar said, I didn't know what it was. My homeboy yeah. sent sent the video, and that's how I usually watch these videos. I don't know what they yeah, are. And like, I and it. I just clicked it, and I'm seeing somebody driving, and I'm like, you know, what is this? I didn't know what it was, and as soon as you know. You know, tragically, he kills the first victim. I close that shit. I say, yo, bro, I can't. I, what is that? Yeah. I, I didn't even know. I thought I was watching like somebody playing a video game. Like I felt like I was it watching look, somebody it play looks, Call of Duty. It looks fake. It looks yeah. like there's no way this really is. This is it real. Was, it was insane. You know what I mean? And that's, <laughs> it, that's just it's, bro. That's some. It's a, that's a tragedy, man. That's a tragedy to lose people like that. Like that is really, really, really sickening and horrible that that happened to these families and these people. But Again, and, man, and we, specifically something has to be targeted. Yeah, and, you drove three hours. Wrote a whole manifesto. To, yeah, to go kill poor yeah. black people. Like and was taken, taken without, you know. Just oh, I mean, of course. Custody. Oh, you yeah. know, you already know that. You know, and it's just. Gently put in a car. You know, it, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, man. But And I, I still saw on Fox and other outlets still trying to find ways to flip it. Like. No, there's no question. He wrote exactly why he did it. Of course. Like, you can't, there's no, this is <laughs> not one of the situations where we have to guess and piece things together. We know what it is. He said it. He, it's on the gun. It's in, you know, like you said, manifesto things. He had a conversation with people days prior. You know, he's, he, this is what he, he meant Screaming to do. racial slurs yeah, during it. This is I, what he meant to do. Fox News, they had a headline with like a two, three minute video. What constitutes a hate crime? I mean, I think this one hits the, yeah, the, the this check, one covers this checks everything. the box. This covers everything. And it was like an actual debate if this was like there's no you know, people will debate anything, you know, but this is come on, we know what this is. Just cut it out, change these gun laws, get these guns off the streets, ban these fucking weapons, and you know, like let's just make sure that this families don't have to go through nothing like this again. And this is insane. It happens everywhere too. Like before I would feel like it would be you know, a lot of major cities are super small towns. Mm-hmm. It's rural cities, small cities, medium cities, big cities, church, work, grocery store, mm-hmm. mall, concert. Like mm-hmm. every last place has been hit with this mass shooting shit and no one thinks maybe something should change. As a, as a white male, Rory, in America, mm-hmm. how does that, how does seeing something like this make you feel, especially because you're someone that, has so many different friends from different cultures, black, you know, whatever. Like you're you're a person that people know is generally mm-hmm. you just love people. But as a white man in America, when I you can, see things like this, how does that make you feel? I can only be empathetic in it because I don't I don't know what that experience is like or what that fear would be like. So it's really empathy and I guess support is the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I, in situations like this, feel like sometimes we should shut up and let the people, the victims of what's happening, speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, of course, I think white people should always speak up against racism. They mm-hmm. shouldn't be quiet about it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes for like right like reactions right after certain things are happening, it's not my place immediately to do so. Mm. Like the victims of that it's actually happening to can speak to this much better than my white ass can. Mm-hmm. 
So it's <clears throat> more so like listening in the beginning before speaking. Mm -hmm. And then from there, after you listen, support. That's, that's how I've kind of looked at so mm -hmm. many of these things that have happened in the, the last few years. Like, of course, I can see what's right or wrong, but it's not actually happening to me. I could, I'm only outside looking in on it. Right. I can identify that that's terrible and awful and targeted, mm -hmm. but I can't feel what that's like because they're not attacking me. If I, if I were in that supermarket, I, he would have, I would have been scared. Like, oh, fuck, there's somebody with a gun. Mm -hmm. But he would have walked past me. Mm. So there's a different level of me saying that's terrible and awful, but also benefiting off him being running past me to go kill someone of a different race. So it's, it's empathy is what I can give, but I can't speak to it directly. It's just crazy because, you know, that's part of the beauty of this is just we're, we're different culturally, obviously, but alike in a lot of ways because we're from the same city. Mm. You know, we run around the same circles and the industry and things like that. Eskimo brothers. Yeah. You know, um, but it's like for you, that's your experience and how you feel. For me, I automatically go into protection, protective mode. Yeah. Like now I don't want my mom going to the grocery store. Mm. I don't want my sister going to the grocery store. I don't want my nieces going. You know what I mean? I don't want my nephews going because it's kind of like we know that black people were targeted. Yeah. So now it's like we go into protect, protection. You go into empathy, you know, listening, trying to understand. But like you said, you know that it wouldn't affect you because had you been in the grocery store, he would have walked right past you. Yeah. And and I, I saw a few people talking about like, oh, well, white people are killed in mass shootings all the time. I'm like, all right, well, you have to have some common sense and see the difference in the two. Mm -hmm. With so many of mass shootings that involve white people, and, you know, they'll throw the stat out there, like, more white people were killed in mass shooting than yeah. black. It's like, all right, dog, this mass shooting was specifically targeted because of the race they were. Mm -hmm. Now, in other mass shootings, these people were specifically targeted at school because they were bullies. Mm -hmm. They weren't white bullies or, like, they weren't black, but they were just Bullies. So they killed them off the strength of bully, not race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the what was in Colorado with the movie theater. Mm -hmm. He was just a very mentally ill person too involved in the Batman movie. Mm -hmm. He didn't go there and target a specific group. They just happened to be there. So mm -hmm. there's a large difference between a mass shooting that is directed with a manifesto saying, I'm going to kill black people right. because of this stupid conspiracy theory shit I read on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And someone being mentally ill and just spraying into a right. concert festival, mm -hmm. whoever gets hit, gets hit. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it's different. And that's why I hate. I, and the, the people that are doing it are doing it intentionally. They're not stupid people. They're right. smart people. That's mm -hmm. why they're trying to compare statistics of how many white people were killed in mass shootings. And why is this a race thing? Mm -hmm. Because it is. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Those other things are those mass shooting things are not related to race. Anyone that was there is getting killed mm -hmm. or directly. These people did this to me at school so i'm killing them it's mm -hmm. not a race thing it's a mental illness thing yeah and a gun thing when it comes to that stuff mm -hmm. now this is a mental illness thing a gun thing and racism <laughs> yeah and you know me I, I put all of that into mental health i think racism is mental sure. health it's all of that is you know it's people are out here sick and they need help and they need you know they need to be i guess you know put somewhere where they can get help and but this, the bottom line is, you know, this is act, this is an act of terrorism. This is a white supremacist killing minorities, black people. Um, and you know, again, this this country, this government, they have to do something. 
to protect us, mm. to protect the people. And just, again, make sure that something like this absolutely does not and it cannot happen again. Like this is, this is, you know, we're too, we're too, we're too forward in progression in other areas, you know, technology and, you know, fi financially, you know, people are making money, building businesses and things like that, ownership. And we're still dealing with things like this. You know, it's, it's time to step up, make changes, make effective changes immediately and make sure that this, this doesn't happen again. And that's just the bottom line. There's nothing to march, protest about, you know, this, we have to do something. This has to change. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, change these fucking gun laws, ban these weapons, and let's move forward in society and start to heal and, and move in a better direction. But this shit like this can't happen again. Yeah. Uh, on a lighter note, switching gears, Billboard Awards, I didn't watch it purposely. I don't really have much interest in it. I didn't Billboard watch Awards. it. Uh, I like the fact that uh, Diddy hosted and executive produced it. Okay, see, I didn't even know that. Maybe yeah. I would have watched that. I know that. I do, I do like that. Um, I didn't watch it, but I saw the, some of the clips of the performances online. I saw that Drake won everything. Well, it here's was, the thing was, with that. It was a Drake honoring night. Is it? <laughs> and I should know this, but I've just never cared for the Billboard Awards. Do, people just, to make do people cool. just watch for performances? Because there's no like debate on who can win. It's just yeah, like you know who. It's the statistics. Yeah. Um. I, well, I, that's why I said I like the fact that they let uh, Puff executive produce it. I think they're trying to make it to where, and that's actually a good idea to let whoever's hosting every year, whoever with the artists, maybe let them executive produce it as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like this is just a way to kind of my like, birthday party. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like yo, let me put some, let me put this together visually. Let's mm. you know, let's get these people to perform and things like that. Um, but I didn't watch it, but. It looked like it was dope. I saw uh, Tiana Taylor. She looked great, as usual. Mm -hmm. um, Meg looked great. Saw some of her performance. I saw some clips of it. Uh, and uh, we had a, a, wardrobe, a wardrobe malfunction with the City Girls, with JT. I she told everybody it. to relax. She had black panties on, you know. It could have been intentional. Uh, that, so? Well, the way that dress was cut, it's, you know, you start moving around, walking mm. too much. Things shift and, you know, people are down in the pit, you know. And you're kind of up. People can look up and see. Yeah. You know, it's you know, you know how it is. But, where where does it rank in wardrobe malfunctions? Uh, Janet being probably number one. Hmm. I'm told uh, Jesse Williams is coming up in a strong number two. That's that awesome. was not a wardrobe malfunction. It was a wardrobe that malfunction. That was done purposely. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. She's got his dick out on stage. Yeah, yeah I'm, for, take, I'm for, taking time uh, off show. to go see him on Broadway too. You all need Jesus. You know, I tried that same thing a few years ago just to be naked in the window. Just, you know, they called the police on me. Like, it wasn't like a mass crime. I think that's moment. actually a crime. Yeah, it's like, it's like, but Jesse gets to stand on Broadway butt naked and it's art. Well, he was like Othello or something. So it was different. Ah, I yeah. got to change my Death name. Death of a salesman or yeah, something. Yeah. Why you thought he was Othello? I don't, I don't know. I actually don't remember the story of Othello. Did I make, make a remark that I shouldn't have? What? Did Makai Fife play Othello? <laughs> yes, but it was called O. Oh, <gasps> can we? All right, we need this homework. This is your last day here. This is your last okay. day here. I promise you, this is your last day here. Homework for next episode. Everyone, go back and watch O, so we can break down O. But okay, it's a I, it's a classic, funny. but it's a it terrible is. classic. I, yeah, and isn't Julia Styles in it? Yes. Why is she always in an interracial uh, relationship? <laughs> is Julia Styles Someone's married? Either now? teaching her how to play basketball, how to dance, like. 
Julia Stiles is racist. really married to a white man, I mean, a black man in real life, that's just hilarious. Let's Method see, acting. Ready? Is Julia Stiles, uh, uh, he is a white man, Mr. Preston Cook. Yeah, that's the whitest Preston, name I've ever heard Preston, in my life. Yeah, so Preston's now she is Julia guy. Cook. So okay. she is a really good actress, though. Yeah, absolutely. She loves she loves He's black pretending people. Pretending to love these niggas on camera. I didn't say that to me. You guys uh, want to know the the winners from uh from this? Real no, quick? we all know who won. Drake won everything. Let me just reiterate my fucking point that I made with the Grammys. They keep they keep putting Doja Cat at R and B fucking categories, and she's taking awards. From actual R and B acts, Doja Cat is not R and B. Why is she in R and B? She wouldn't keep, say she's in R and B. She was nominated in almost every category, and she only yeah. won in the R and B categories, taking it away from Summer, and that's not fair. It's so fucked up. I felt the same way about Lizzo that year that that happened too, because yeah. I didn't think she made an R and B album. She took every fucking R and B award ever that year. Yeah, and yeah, it's, that's, it's that's obvious uh, racism. It's so it's like fucking obvious to a duck. Y'all will not let us be pop artists. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's 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 um. How is Doja not pop? Yeah, I don't I don't get that. And and uh, and that is you know what Demar said is one hundred percent accurate. That yeah. is unfortunate for artists like Summer Walker, because Summer Walker had a phenomenal album. She like I was telling Rory, she the numbers her first two or three weeks were I think only Beyonce at the time. That's crazy. Had numbers like that. And then Adele came a few months after and mm. obviously did what Adele does. But just the fact that Summer as an R&B artist had that year and had that project that was amazing. Like she should be, you know, it's it, Doja. Listen, let, let, love Doja. I think she's a, a great artist. I think she's a lot more talented than I thought at first. And I believed at first. Um, but she's not R&B. Not even close. Yeah, it's just it's just not R&B. What, so what do they put to, Adele in? Adele is R&B as well. I'm so, not as mad as Adele being Adele, Adele, No, this, this last album was pretty R&B. Yeah, I'm not um, mad at that. But I was curious if they put Adele in recent years in pop, because that's kind of crazy. I'm pretty Doja sure Cat Adele is in R&B one, and Adele would be in pop. I'm but, pretty sure Adele has won Grammys in pop. So they sure. nominated Doja in the pop categories, but they didn't give it to her. They gave it to Olivia fucking Rodrigo, who is the current Taylor Swift. And you know what I mean when yeah. I say that. Um, but... For Doja to win in R, it's like they just gave her the R and B. She's not. She doesn't. She has one R and B song. She doesn't make R and B. Yeah, it's, that's, I'd rather that's she not, be in rap. That's not fair. Which is why we just need to. Uh, I would put her in rap before I'd put her in. Yeah. yeah, we need to. We need to just create our own award show. We have one. And um, nobody goes. What the BT award? Damn, nobody no. knows. The Ambies. The, the Ambies? No. <laughs> what did you say? The Ambies? That's what I'm like, what is he talking about? I know I heard the Ambies. I'm not tripping. I'm like, wait, no, the Ambies are not ours. Like, listen. No, we lost. We don't yeah, we lost. Um, no, the BET Awards. Yeah, but the BET Awards, even the BET Awards is... Uh, it's white owned now, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's not... We need, like, a real, you know... For the culture. For the culture award show where... Source Awards. The committee. That back. Something mm-hmm. that feels like that, where the committee is, like, the current artists or, like, the legends, and they sit on the board and they're like, oh, oh, she had a great year. She deserves that or he deserves this. I think Puff would be the perfect person to lead that. Yeah, like Puff, Hove, Beyonce, you know, those, Rihanna, um, Kanye, those artists. Like, you know, designer award, designer, a, a statue, a trophy. Call it the Dondas. Whatever, something, you know, and let's just, let's just do it to though. where it's like, you know. <laughs> that actually sounds like salute. a award show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we salute our, our artists and our culture and, you know, you make it a, make it a weekend even. And then the award show was just the last day where it's just like we're all somewhere on an island and 
you know, the award show is Sunday and then we mm. have a big ass party on the beach. Let's do some fly shit for the culture, man. Yeah. Or I just like, think we just this time we have enough power and control and money and things like that to really just create our own, you know, our own award show. Because again, that's unfortunate for artists like Summer Walker because she had an amazing album. And um, she should have been rewarded for that. But um, you know, speaking of Donda's, uh, Kanye actually won top gospel artist. Really, top gospel artist. Who Kanye's? Kanye. That makes sense. Well, yay. Sorry. Yeah, is that surprising? No. And Christian artist. Top Christian, Kanye. Well, he would be the top. He could be the top artist. Period. And he also makes gospel, so he's gonna be true. He'll be up there. But I'm yeah, sure, man, was... I'm sure a real gospel artist feels some type of weird about that. But he did yeah. make a gospel album. I would definitely be tight if I was been doing this gospel shit for real for a while and then yeah, you just come sure. in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why you have gospel awards, mm. and, you know, country. It was like when Michelle Obama got into podcasting. I was like, I've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Oh, HR the fuck now up. Michelle's going to get, get yeah. everything. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, the winners, the nominees, um, the Billboard Awards. Shout out to Puff for doing a Shout out to Mary J. Blige for getting the Icon Icon Award. Award. Mary J. Absolutely icon in every sense of the word. Um, Stevie Wonder still has not been given a Lifetime Achievement Award in BET. Mm -hmm. Just want to put that out there. You'll see it one day. We're going to start the the petition for you, Mom. Yeah, we we have. Are you Stevie Wonder? I know. Even the blind could see. He had 14 albums before he was 21 or some shit like that. They're going to get that shit to Trick Daddy before him. <laughs> I will go to BT myself Yo. and say, listen, everybody on the board, we have to square up one by one. I'm fighting all of y'all if that ever happens. Yo, Rory, you don't think Trick deserves one? Name. Are you kidding me? He's done a lot. Are you kidding me? Trick Over Daddy's Stevie? done a lot. I'm not saying Trick didn't do a lot. <laughs> Over Stevie? A lifetime of, come on, man. We're not doing that, man. We can't do that. No. Enough is enough. Give Trick Stevie has lived a life, man. And absolutely. But, y'all ready uh, to talk about this Kendrick album? Maul came ready. Yo, man. Born ready. You know, I'm just glad that, you know, third eyes open. Nah, man, it's just it just feels good to to have artists that still believe in freedom of speech and mm. believe in, you know, I am an artist and this is art and I am art and this is what I do and I'm the best at it. And but yes, I have trauma. I'm dealing with mental health issues. I'm dealing with addiction. I'm dealing with insecurities. I'm dealing with, you know lack of love from family and, you know, generational depression and generational trauma and sexual abuse. And like he said, I am all of us, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we all, no matter how much money you got, how much success you have, we all have our things that we deal with in life because nobody is exempt from, you know, the ups and downs of life. Mm-hmm. And I think Kendrick did a beautiful job at expressing that and making it cool and saying it in a cool way. but teaching at the same time and trying to heal and, you know, just taking the bandaid off and addressing things. And, you know, this is how you deal with it. You got to address it and heal and move on. Grieve. You got to, you know, talk to each other and support each other. Cause even him talking about his relationship with his wife and, mm-hmm. you know, her being strong enough to ask him, like, do you have an addiction? Yeah. Like, why do you keep doing this? Like just things like that, man. It's like, you know, it's like, shit, this is such a grown up, Adult. This is his Irish four forty four. Um, yeah, know, where his, he's being vulnerable, he's being accountable, he's addressing you know real things, but still giving us art. Like this to me is an audio book. This is not even really an album for me. I feel like he did such a great job at 
you know, pulling from some of our, you know, most inspirational movies. You know, even the the record uh with Taylor Page is it fuck you? Is that the name of that one? Uh that is We Cry Together. We Cry Together. Yeah. You know, that's a that's inspiration from, you know, the movie Baby Boy and Poetic Justice and you know, but he's putting it in a way where it's like, okay, we do deal with this type of things and we disrespect each other. We hurt each other because we're hurt mm-hmm. and we're going through things and we're dealing with insecurities and things like that. But, you know, talk about it, address it. And then, you know, hopefully you get to a place of healing and understanding and and love, you know, ultimately is the deciding factor of this is my person. This is my wife. This is my husband. This is somebody that I can't live without. I don't want to do this life thing without them. This is my partner. You know, yes, we have our insecurities and we have our issues and we have things that we deal with that we don't necessarily talk about and address all the time, or we find not healthy ways to talk about it. We disrespect each other. You know what I mean? And it's like for Kendrick to do that and the way he did it. And, you know, I just think that he, this is him totally separating himself from any conversations or any, you know, lists or, you know, pack of where you think Kendrick belongs. He's a standalone artist. Um, I don't think that you can really compare him to anybody anymore. If you were, I don't think that you can, you know, question him when he disappears, what he's doing. Mm. Like he's living life. He's healing. He's with his family. He's, you know what I mean? He's taking time for himself. And it's like, okay, he's, he basically let us know in a very mature adult, cool, artistic way like bro i'm human i just have a skill and a talent you know what i mean like and i'm an artist but i'm human you know what i'm saying i hurt i cry i laugh you know like i'm missing out on things because i'm working and you know my family suffers my lady suffers my kids you know it's like it's so many things that he put into this album and just the sound of it all just blending different sounds and even the way it's mixed it's like you know this is art this is the epitome of an artist in a zone where it's like we're privileged that he shared this skill with us and this talent with us. Like it's impressive. I think that any artist is, has to be inspired from this. It's hard for a real artist to listen to this and, and not feel like it's, Oh shit. Like, damn. I I was going to say after the first listen, my first thought was this should have been called damn. Hmm. Because yeah. my reaction at the end of it, I didn't have an opinion yet. I didn't have much. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had a sigh and was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, it felt like when I've even, and it's not even a negative thing. Like, when I've had really good therapy sessions, mm-hmm. they still take a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the rest of the day, you're kind of, like, fatigued yeah. mentally. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way with this album. But after that first last listen, I was like, all right, I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a whole lot, lot the, going on right now. <laughs> even though we cry together record. Like, I, you know, I've never gotten into a, a, a verbal argument with a woman like that. It was never that, like, you know, disrespectful. But just, you know, listening to that, it was like, damn, like, that's a, that's a lot. Mm. And, you, you know, you, you, I've seen, you know, I got friends that have had arguments and, and, and things with their, you know, with their, with their partners and stuff like that, that sometimes I'm around for. But you know, you kind of like that's their business. You stay out of it. Mm. But now listening to an artist, like, you know, do it like that. And it's just like, wow. Like through all of that really is, you know, insecurities, love and uncertainties and, you know, emotions. But it's like, 
let's address it though. Like, let's get it all out because we can't move forward because we have all these things in our mind and all these emotions bottled up that we can't get to that place where it's like, damn, like we really love each other and we have a great time with, with each other. Like, so just hearing it like that was like, wow. Well, halfway through that record, I was like, okay, I know Kendrick. He's super complex and does different angles. Like, He's about to wrap her perspective after the fight and then she's going to understand. And it just kind of just straight through went, nah, fuck you, until they started fucking. And then I was like, yeah, I guess it's probably better that there was no smart flip to this because this is just how it goes. It's how it goes. It's <laughs> just screaming and it, then fucking. Yeah, screaming, yelling, get all this shit out. But it's like, damn, I love you though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, it's it's toxic. It's, you know, but it's like, you know, love is, is is real. It's like, you know, we yeah, I'm insecure and you know why. And I've cried and I've told you things and I've shared things with you. And now you're using those things to like stab me with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like throw them in my face. You know, it's it's it's, it's an unfortunate and un unhealthy way to navigate the relationship, but it's a real way. And to me, that's what this album, it's just a real album. It's a, mm. a raw, uh, emotional, vulnerable uh just dope ass fucking way to just put together music and art and deliver it to us, man. And that shit, you know, again, it, this, to me, this is what you call, you know, we like to use the word classic and masterpieces mm. and, you know, those type of, this is what you call a masterpiece, in my opinion. And again, in my opinion, it's just my opinion on music Agreed. and things like that and how we all look at art and receive art is different. But to me, this checks all of the boxes of, okay, this dude is one of one. Oh, I, artist, I completely agree with that. This artist is one of one. There's not many that can do what he just did. And, you know, again, it was palatable. Even the record with Summer. Oh, I love that Loved record. that record. The record with Sanford. I, I told you guys when I came yeah. back from LA that I, mm -hmm. I had heard that Summer record and I couldn't stop talking about the hook because I just thought that line was so brilliant. Yeah. Shut the fuck up when you hear Love Talking. Like, yeah. That shit is kind of, like a reminder for when you're in a relationship like all right that's Sometimes, love that's love even if it doesn't sound like love yeah. that's love talking to me right yeah. now let me shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah which was perfect coming after that we cry together exactly. record yeah. even though even i that, do the sequencing yeah. everything like i said this is why to me and just my humble opinion this is what we call a masterpiece this was a master class in art rapping hip-hop you know just pulling in from life and drawing inspiration from real events that's going on in your world and putting them all together in this, what I call audio book, because mm. Kendrick can go on tour with this album and he can literally take, this could be a Broadway play. Yeah. Fine. Like he Wait can enough. literally perform this as a Broadway piece. And, you know, it's just refreshing and dope to see that in a time where, you know, everything is like uh, just for clicks mm -hmm. and numbers. And it's not nothing that's really like sticks to the ribs and stands, stands the test of time that we'll, we'll, I'll always go back to this album and listen to it just because, I feel like if you're not there yet, as far as emotionally with a lot of these songs and things like that, one day you will. And it's like those you songs resonate more yeah. like, oh shit. Like That's where it's timeless. You know what I mean? Like, but that's also, I feel privileged to be around the exact same age as Kendrick and have grown up the same damn near a year apart mm -hmm. from his first album to this one with very much similar experiences. Like I'm glad I'm 32 listening to this yeah. album. Because yeah. there's so much stuff that's currently resonating in my 32-year-old life. Mm -hmm. If I was 24, I probably I wasn't emotionally mature enough. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be like, oh, this is cool. 
And I might even like some of the deeper therapy stuff at 24, but it, I wouldn't have connected to it very mm-hmm. well. I was just like, oh, that's a cool perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this album was great, man. Um, I do think We Cry Together is his ratchet happy birthday, though. Okay, I can see that. I can see that being his ratchet happy birthday. It's his ratchet happy birthday. Yeah. Because we know Drake makes music for women to party to better than probably any artist ever. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, a lot would say, makes some of the greatest conscious music that you could still jam out to and still have replay value. Mm -hmm. Drake completely missed the mark on making a song for a woman to play at her birthday. (laughs) And it skipped on the album. And we cried together. Yeah, I listened to it on the first go round. On the second go round and the rest of the weekend, I did skip that record. Okay. Same. It was his conscious record that didn't hit. (laughs) It's, It's a record that... I get it. It should be an interlude. Did we cry together? Yeah. I agree. And you could consider it one. It, it, it just didn't have the, the title of it. It's, it's, such a... A raw, it's such a raw song and raw emotions in that. True. That you almost can't listen to it every time you listen to the album. Well, right. Well, also, it was her motherfucking birthday. Like, there's raw emotions in Ratchet. <laughs> it's your... <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't ever want to hear you do that again. It's but your yes. motherfucking birthday. You're absolutely right. Uh, Auntie have Diaries. Ratchet, happy birthday. Oh, sorry. Please stop. The Auntie Diaries record, I thought, was uh, another record on here that's just like, wow. Yeah, you would say Auntie Diaries, Mother I Sober, Father Time, Mm -hmm. Count Me Out, Purple Hearts would probably be like the undeniable. I know N95 is the first single. Yeah. But uh, the ones I just named were the ones that like, to me, were different, different. Yeah. I love Savior in the Car. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Auntie Diaries. Speak uh, to it. Auntie Diaries, man. I mean, <laughs> listen, we all have, you know, family members that choose a lifestyle that we may not always understand and always, you know, that's always uncomfortable to talk about. But um, again, Kendrick found a way to put it together and say it where it's like, Exactly. That's exactly how well, it was, I felt. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly some of the things that I went through and I experienced. Like, but I love, I don't care that my auntie's a man now. Like, I, 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 love, I love her. I love him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just love. Like, mm. grew up teaching me things, like sharing things with me, like just loving me, supporting me. Like, I don't care what the sexual preference is. I don't care about that. Like, Well, it's, it spoke a lot. It spoke to the intelligent part of why cancel culture can be so destructive and toxic yeah because which he said perfectly we all have used that word when we were in middle school absolutely like that was a word it was and, a word in and our he, culture. you go back and listen to some of our favorite <laughs> rap songs some of our favorite movies it's yes it was it was acceptable now we learn that that word is not an acceptable word and yeah. we, we no longer we use that word. That. i know i know other people do use it but mm-hmm. We no longer use that because we had to learn and grow about it. Mm-hmm. And even with a lot of transitioning and gender identities and all that, that wasn't really something that was talked about in our environments, period. So, yeah, sometimes they would get the butt of the jokes on stuff where us not really knowing how offensive that was to the person that may even be quietly transitioning and not even telling anyone. Mm-hmm. And we're using these words and they're taking it personally, even if our intent was not to be talking about right. any member of the lgbtq community right that's how we were raised Mm -hmm. so now that we know and we don't use it anymore 
I guess we're undeservingly asking for the grace of saying, hey, we really were raised to say that word and didn't realize how offensive it was. So please don't condemn me for something I didn't know and did mm-hmm. way later on in my life. Right. Like, I admit, I have used that word before. Mm-hmm. I, once I realized that that was not, even with my intent, like, yo, I'm not talking about a gay person. So, <laughs> right. right. I had to learn that, that that word was not appropriate and very fucking offensive. Mm-hmm. And as can be attached to actual violent acts. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, it's a safety thing too. So I think Kendrick was putting in the perspective of someone that grew up as any regular kid and didn't know. And then we learned. Yeah. And we want to be accepted too, that we were dumb and just saying shit we didn't understand. Didn't, like don't condemn understand. me as if I was yeah. intentionally using that word to say it to you right. to offend you right. or hurt you. Right. Which again, all human. doesn't make it right or excuse it, but it adds some understanding mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd love about the auntie diary. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, uh, you know, to me, a masterpiece, a classic album. Um, Where does it rank? A a beautiful way to get out of cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. it. (laughs) Where do you guys rank it in Kendrick's discography? Um, I don't know yet. It's it's too soon to tell. Um, I still have Good Kid, Mad City at number one. Um, I think this will be right after that. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to live with it. And that includes like Section 80 and Overly Dedicated. Right. Or we yes. try. Yeah. I think for me, just because of where he is, you know. If you could just give me like your top three in order. Good Kid, Mr. Morale, and I like Dan, bro. It's up between Dan and Section 80, I think, for me. Yeah. I do. I personally am Dan, Good Kid, Mr. Morale. So what's interesting, I I saw, I talked to a a, a friend of mine who's a rapper. I won't say his name because rappers are sensitive. Mm. Um, And he was disappointed with the production on the album. Really? And I started talking to him and he brought up Dan, obviously, because Dan is like a fucking masterclass in Mm. production. Like Mm. Dan is, Dan is kind of like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy in that it's like perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just there's not a single flaw. It's like purposely the most high end music you can hear. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of his messaging from this album would have worked over damn production. So it's like, right. and it's a people, with four, people with 444 right. complained a lot about the production, that it was a little slow and, and you know, didn't. Different energy. I'm like, but yeah, how do you, how do you get that type of shit off on the damn beats? <laughs> exactly. It's just different energy, and, you know, that, and that's, that's not to say that Kendrick can't give you that because he gave us that. He gave us an mm. album where the production was you couldn't. It was undeniable. Yeah, I think this one, just the energy and where he's at in his life, this is what this is the sound that it required. Mm. Some tracks on there was aggressive. The drum with Kodak is hard mm. too. Silent Hill, love mm. that record. I love the I'm, fact that Kendrick kind of like snatched Kodak, Kodak and kind of yeah. narrated it more or less. Yeah, like, right. and I, cause I, you know, Kodak is one of those artists that I've always, you know, spoken highly of that I see the, the, the amazing talent in if he can just get out of his own way. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see somebody like Kendrick reach back and kind of like give him that stage and that platform. Like Yo, yeah. you're special, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like even like kind of stereotypically within hip hop, cause you know, the fan base is, I'm not even saying race related, but just the fan basis of like the real hip hop mm-hmm. and like the conscious hip hop shit mm-hmm. would look at Kodak without really giving him a chance and be like, that's not for me. Yeah. I can't understand him. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. I like that Kendrick took Kodak 
knowing Kodak probably has a lot of the same experiences in his life that Kendrick does, Absolutely. but from a different point of view. It's from Absolutely. a Southern point of view. Mm -hmm. And you can highlight how fucking intelligent Kodak really is mm -hmm. and put him in a conscious space and be like, see, this doesn't sound weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this sounds exactly. fun. This is, y'all are judging, judging hip hop incorrectly. Right, right. <laughs> I just, I love that, man. I, that just shows the type of person that Kendrick is. You know, he recognizes here's an artist that, you know, if we just put our arm around him and guide him mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, put him in different rooms and allow him to be the genius that I believe he is and just, you know, get out of his way and take him out of those environments and those temptations around him that, you know, pull at you and kind of keep you in a certain space as far as your energy and just your thought process. Put him somewhere and bring him around a room with different energy and different type of love and different type of respect and support and watch him shine. Mm. And I thought, you know, shout out to Kendrick for that. It takes it takes a certain type of person to recognize that and see that and then to act on it and do things like give him this stage. He knew what this was going to do for Kodak. Yeah. And now puts him on a different respect level from other artists. People now go check out Kodak and you know, not just the songs that you hear going viral, mm. like dig into his catalog. Like he's, he has gems and bars in there where it's like, how old is this kid? 19, 20? I, like, you were the one that, because I had list, I would listen to Kodak records that everyone, yeah. would I never dug deep. When yeah. you started playing years ago, Kodak around me, I was like, yeah, oh, he he's different. No, no, no. <laughs> Kodak, he's definitely one of those guys that, you know, when you just listen to people with a different type of intent, you start to hear things like, oh, his brain works on that frequency. He yeah. just is not dialed into that yet. Mm. You know what I mean? But he has things he's been saying throughout his career. And it's like, for a kid to be this young, talking about things like this and saying things like this, you know that it's in him. Like it's 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 said, it's said differently because yeah. of where he's from. Exactly. And there's certain things that still, you know, energy's still around a certain energy that still pulls at him in a way and has him in bad situations. But shout out to Kendrick for that. I thought that was super dope. Definitely was a surprise to me. I didn't expect that. I didn't see yeah. that happening, but- that was super fire. Shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Whitney. Why are you shouting out Whitney? For, I'm sure Kendrick and his wife or ex-wife, I didn't fully, at the end of the album, know where it landed. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they had a conversation. I believe that's her on the album cover. Yes. Um, so obviously she was very much involved in this album. Now, if we go back into Kendrick's relationship, all we've known and loved about them is that they stayed to themselves. They shut the fuck up. It was all the memes like Kendrick has had the same girl since high school and they don't go in public. And like mm -hmm. her life, the only thing we know publicly about her life is that it's not public. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's known for. Mm -hmm. So whereas 444, yeah, we got Lemonade. Beyonce is the biggest star ever. Mm -hmm. Jay is huge. We, they're relationship has been picked apart we saw the elevator like it it wasn't something that I, I think would affect them drastically because they're so used to the public eye now mm -hmm. Whitney has minded her fucking business <laughs> right for Kendrick's whole career mm -hmm. and now we're about to shatter that perfect image of what we thought the high school sweetheart private marriage they're doing it right couples real couples goals like i would see people be like no nah, i don't want that i want what kendrick and whitney have like mm -hmm. now that is going to be put in the public you're not a public figure mm -hmm. this album is gonna sell half a million first week probably mm -hmm. your business is out there yeah like out there out there yeah she she definitely uh but 
you know, we talk about this a lot, that women are definitely the gatekeepers, quote unquote, the driving force behind culture and hip hop. Mm. Um, some of our greatest records were inspired by a woman. Yeah. Some of our greatest albums were inspired by women. You know mm. what I mean? Um, so it's just it's just dope to see a star like Kendrick, superstar like Kendrick, be so vulnerable and honest about his life and the relationship and and how it's like, yeah, I go through the same thing that quote unquote normal everyday regular people go through. Like we have the same issues. And I, I don't know if he, Mr. Morale, if he explained the title, but how I perceived it after the album was we have given Kendrick that he has morals, integrity. He's mm -hmm. this conscious, straight up, like he's perfect. He's mm -hmm. intelligent, everything. And this album, he's like, mm, no. Yeah. I'm over here going through <laughs> it. I'm not Mr. It. Morale. Yeah, I'm like, over here going through Look it. at all the immoral things I've done. done. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was ill. And, and Father Time, that's a, it's a very interesting one that I think a lot of men that have been in relationships and in therapy and had to have those conversations have felt. Because... You can dig into cheating and insecurities and wanting to feel wanted, even if it's from a stranger, things like that, mm -hmm. which can definitely derive from how men are raised. So once that becomes not really an excuse or reason to cheating, that's a difficult conversation to have with a human because cheating something that we don't really put on mental health at all. Right. You cheat, you're a scumbag, you're a dirtbag, mm -hmm. you lying piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's never fully understood and it can almost come across as like, oh, you're using the mental health thing to do the cheating part. Mm -hmm. Now it's explained. And I mean, Kendrick kept it at a surface level that we could all make it palatable, as you said. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a conversation to be had. And I don't think it's just male specific. I think women cheat for very specific reasons that is attached to how they were raised and their mental health. Mm hmm. I just don't know if the world, with how we view cheating, if the world is really ready to have mental health be an excuse and reason and maybe accepting of certain behaviors in relationships when it is connected to cheating. I think that's the beauty of this album is that he's trying to make it to where it's, it's okay to have those conversations. Like you said, his, his wife asked him, like, are you, mm. do you have an addiction? Bro, that's that takes a different type of woman to present it to her husband like that, yeah, or her partner, and just want to talk about it. Like, I think you may have an addiction. I love you, but because that's not usually obviously that was not the first time he right. was caught, right? So the typical person, male or female, would be like, "All right, again, yo, I'm out of here." Like, mm -hmm. I, I I allowed it the first few times, whatever. Like you said, he was gonna stop. Let me just get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. Not like. All right, you have an addiction. I'm putting you in therapy. Yeah. And then we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> strong, strong, powerful, powerful project. Uh, you know, salute to Kendrick, his entire team. Uh, this was amazing. Thank you for this. Uh, it was Like I said, it didn't, I don't even know if anything else came out over the weekend. I didn't get a chance to hear it. Wasn't uh, yeah, I wasn't focused on anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Supposed to do some crazy numbers. Not that I care about what it's going to do its first week. I don't care about that type of shit. But this is on record to be the biggest release um, of the year. Uh, eight and he's, damn. Kendrick, this will probably be his biggest release because it's 18 records. Mm -hmm. He was already streaming 
obviously more than pretty much anyone besides Drake sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. With 14 and under. Mm-hmm. You get an 18 with these algorithms. Yeah. yeah. Kendrick might do something stupid. Well, it's it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. It's a great project. Rappers, artists, uh, I hope and pray that y'all take this in and appreciate it and just, you know, understand what this is really about and how this is really supposed to go and, you know, what hip hop is. It's supposed to be the soundtrack to to our communities and our, you know, homes and what's going on in our lives and things like that, but make it cool to talk about. And I think that Kendrick did that. Was it a shot at Drake that he left him off Savior? Well, he he said he you know he said he had some maturing to do. He said when he saw Kanye and Drake make up, he knew that he had, and even that was just honest to just yeah, say that yeah. like I'm He's not like, there I'm yet. Out. Like I'm, I'm not, I know a lot of people looked at shit like what kind of goofy shit y'all just was going back and forth. And now y'all walking down the fucking steps together. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, type of weird shit is this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This was it. It, it this this project I think is well. Hopefully it it just makes people just be more forthcoming with honest conversations and emotions just be mm. honest with your emotions and say what's on your mind and in your heart you know but from a place of not disrespect just like yo I'm just not there I'm not into that I don't it's not what I do I don't fuck with that type of shit like you know I think that it's just uh, this is going to promote a lot of healthy conversations oh, I yeah. hope for sure um so when's for that next yeah time, uh, when's the next time we'll be hearing from Kendrick you think or is this the last one? Uh, I think uh, the I direction really. of of the company with Dave is really. I don't. I don't think Kendrick's going to disappear. I think we'll see a lot more of Kendrick. He'll pop up on a lot of stuff, but an album, I'm not sure, because he's about to yeah. start this whole. Well, he has he launched the company with Dave already, but yeah. now obviously out of the TDE shit, him and Dave can freely work just on this. I think Keem is the focus. Keem is definitely the focus. I just think we're going to see Kendrick. He'll be more visible than he's ever been before. Yeah. Because he's going to have to develop these artists. And of course, they're going to need the Kendrick help mm-hmm. as any rap rapper slash label head would do. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it'll just be music. I think it's been clear that him and Dave want to work on creative stuff. Visual oral. Yeah. From, vi- yeah. from visuals to movies, TV, et cetera. So I, I just think we'll see a lot more of them. I don't know if that's going to be musically, but Kendrick will be present way more than he's ever been, is, is my guess. Damaris, you have a, a woman's point of view on the I album? Actually, I actually have not heard it. Oh, you didn't hear the album yet? I haven't had a chance to. I have a really busy weekend. No, yeah, when you get a chance, you know. I def- No, I definitely, I plan on catching up on all the albums that released this month. I just haven't been listening to music. I don't listen to music like most people do. Like, who have to hear it, like, constantly. Like, when they're cleaning, yeah. when they're cooking, when they're, like, when they're walking. Like, I very rarely play music. Funny enough. No, this was, I mean, this was obviously the one that we was waiting on. Yeah. yeah. So this was, I, I made sure that I I took all of a Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon to really just keep it playing. Even if I'm in the house cleaning, it's just like rotating. I'm just listening, hearing songs differently, catching lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great project, man. This is, this is a beautiful, beautiful project. Shout My summer is set. Huh? My summer is set. I got Kendrick and Bad Bunny. You're gonna be you. you're gonna be going cup crazy. Oof. You're gonna be twerking and praying to Allah. Yo, <laughs> what? <laughs> so oh, so man. who's coming next? That I Kendrick's out the way. Who is coming next? I don't think people are gonna sit down for yeah, a while. He ain't I think out they're the way. gonna. This I don't. It's not gonna be some releases for. I don't mean like next, like immediately. I mean this year. 
Oh, uh, you think it'll be next? That's weird though. I think it kind of left room. That's why I did like this album too. Because you know, there's some albums where it's like, all right, no one can really put shit out because it's going to sound weird. Yeah, like this is, like nobody's going to be able to do this. It's not so to it's Pimp a like, Butterfly yeah, where like it, maybe people should wait and like yeah. clear the palette. <laughs> this, yeah, this is something else can go against this that's yeah, nothing like totally it. Totally different, yeah. yeah. So it's still room. Like, and don't get it twisted. We all about balance here. I, I yeah. played the Kendrick shit and then I went right back to ESTG and 4-2 Doug <laughs> mm. on my thump shit. Don't get it twisted. Like we keep balancing order around here. Like <laughs> I'm going I'm to get the consciousness and the mental health shit, but then we going to put on some EST and we going to- Some ignorant. Yeah, we're we going to roll up and do what we do. Um, but yeah, I think that obviously, I I think I think Hove is coming this year. You think so? Really? Yeah, I think Beyonce is coming this year. Um, Do you have insights? Yeah, I, I, say, I think the... I could see B before well, I could Ho- see J. Hov is, is, we already got a verse from him with Push. Like once you sure. see Hov doing things like that, that means he's, he's now, creating. Jay will always throw a little verse out every once in a while. No, but that means he's like, he's creating. He's in album mode. Yeah, he's in album mode. Beyonce is in album mode, I believe. Well, I mean, Guru's even said in interviews publicly, like he's always working. It's just if something sticks that it feels like it could carry the rest of a project. Yeah. It's like he'll, he'll record every day. It's but just, I, I it's think, just I think, to stay in shape. I think albums like this shake the, it wakes the, those guys. Yeah. It's like, oh. They feel inspired. They'll get inspired by Yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. It's just, it, it, it shakes the tree where it's like, okay, like he's, Kendrick has arrived. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's, he's here. He's one of he's one of the the greats at this point. Like he, shit, I hope it does it with three stacks after Life of the Party verse, which was very similar to the content that's on Kendrick's album, just down to childhood analyzing it, therapy, how you react to it. Mm-hmm. That's the bag Andre's in right now, yeah. and Kendrick just put this out. I hope that kind of leads Andre back into something. Yeah, that's not just flute related. <sighs> Yeah, man. Stacks, put the flutes down, goddammit, and get in the booth. You can bring the flute with you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't mind the flute. Yeah, bring the flute with you, but... You can unleash the we, flutes. Yeah, we need but... some bars, man. We need some We need some bars. I need some yeah. I need some some captions, man. Some melody something. Yeah. Or just let me get a photo in Soho, if not. Yeah, you'll see him. It's just, I promise you, he's standing on the corner just chilling. <laughs> but what the, what else happened over the weekend? Like, I was Nothing. fully in fully Kendrick, Kendrick mode. I was in mom mode. I was... Uh, I have no idea what happened. Kendrick and the BMA, uh, the BBMAs. No, no cool gossip happened. No. Edin, come on, give me the, give me the gossip. No, no guy, you know some gossip happened. <laughs> Why would you think that I know the gossip? Uh, well, Courtney uh, just got married. Kardashian. Bye, Edin. You're welcome. See? Thank you. That's Which what you Ma- wanted from Ma- me. Maul was a uh, was the best man. Maul, you were the best man. No, Edin, I was not. He was, <laughs> a, he was the flower girl. <laughs> Why would you hold that from us? I definitely was not the. Uh, the best, the best guy. Ma, will you be my best guy? At your absolutely. You will. What? Thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. You you want to tell us something? No. Oh, I do. I'm about to say like it's been a hell of a weekend. Yeah, right. Now I was saying get around got, to the Kendrick yeah, album. Like, and you was single last Monday. Now it's all of a sudden like, yo, would you be my best? Like, wait, what happened over the weekend? Oh, it's the best type of marriages though. Yeah, I would when be you were the single last on Monday to know when I was engaged. Like, why would why? we be the last to know? I want my engagement to last. I want to get. Wait, so oh, no, you no, think no, first that we of all, you're be... the last one to know? Yeah, yeah. You think we would derail the girl is the last one to know? Yeah, I wouldn't derail. Everyone else around here knows it's coming. Yeah. Roots Picnic coming up June 4th, June 5th, right? Philadelphia. Yes, yes sir. Uh, if you don't have your tickets, get your tickets now. Um, 
Shout out to all the other podcasts uh, on the stage that night. Uh, Wheezy Mandy, Hardwood Decisions, Earn Your all, Leisure. All, all those people. All the people. Gilly Wallow. Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Quest Love. Shout out to Black Thought. Shout out to Entire Roots. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's have a good time that weekend. Hopefully... It's nice out. Yeah, we, we got, got a some, lot of fun that weekend. Uh, some live dates that we're gonna announce soon. I think live well. shows coming up. Uh, what else? Oh, playoffs, man! Jesus Christ, Chris Paul, man, yes. broke my heart. I hated to see Chris Paul go out like that. Yeah, totally embarrassing. Him and Devin Booker. I had either Phoenix or Golden State winning it all this year. Um, Luca made them look like full. Yeah, Luca, Luca uh, but Luca's pretty, special. He's pretty good at, yeah, at he's, that basketball he's, thing. He's, he's a special talent, man. A special talent. But Devin Booker and Chris Paul just, I can't believe game seven at home and they didn't show up. Like that, that's just terrible, man. I, Heartbreaking. Yeah, that was just, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to go down like that. But um, does he retire, you think? No way. No. Not on that note. Nah, Chris Paul's you not can't retire. That. Think That's... they break the team up or try to... No, no, no. They'll be back. It'll be some additional pieces, but Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton will yeah. be back next year. Um, yeah, so shout out to the Mavericks, though. They they handled their business on the road. Game seven. They, yep. didn't came, they didn't come to play. They jumped on them and stayed on them like a pimp with one prostitute. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very successful film. Yeah. No. He you should know. watch American Pimp. <laughs> or read Iceberg Slim. Cause that go. guy, let me tell you, he was a fucking genius. Uh yeah, man. Uh so shout out to the Mavericks. Um, Golden State, Dallas should be a fun series. Uh, I think uh Steph Curry has that championship look in his eye once again. I what's, do think that look State, like uh, he's he's just uh he just on a different level. Well, no, I don't want to demonstrate Steph's championship demeanor but but we want to see it we don't know what you're talking about no, you said he's got that Wednesday you'll see it but he's got that look but they're watching now and maybe <laughs> we can't tonight. identify it the way you can like no, you tune, can see between in, the lines tune in Tuesday Tuesday Wednesday two, I think Tuesday they play Wednesday Wednesday mm-hmm. okay so tune in Wednesday to see Steph's uh, championship face mm-hmm. um, yeah man and uh, Celtics won Celtics shout out to the Celtics Jason Tatum Jalen Brown mm-hmm. uh I don't know if they get past Miami though. I don't think so. I don't know if they get. I like Jason Tatum a lot. I don't know if they get past Miami. I think that series is going to go six games. Mm. I think Miami get them in six though. I want to see Boston win though. I would love to see Jason Tatum in the finals. Mm. I think he's that. He's the next uh, superstar in the league. So I would love to see him get his he's shot there. at the finals. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are all the players that have been uh, eliminated saying in the NBA group chats? Who's the saltiest? What are predictions amongst the league? Oh, oh everybody uh, says uh, Golden State. Okay. Everybody yeah. has Steph. Uh, because the last time those three were healthy, Steph, Draymond, and Clay, they won a championship. They won. Yep. So That would be what, number four for them? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Four. That's kind of crazy. Um, New movies coming out. Uh, Damaris, we still didn't go see. Child, I wouldn't see that. I'm see? not playing with you. Guys, you guys, you went without him? Show. <laughs> I want the record to show. I told her we can go. No, I went. Somebody took me on a date and to go. See, I went and saw it. See how fast? Oh, see, this, you were replaced right away. This is what black women do. Y'all want to talk about black uh, women? Uh, hey, no, this hey, is hey, what hey, black hey, women hey, do. Hey, no, y'all replace. Hey, no, no, y'all hey, replace. Hey, 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 y'all sub. And y'all always y'all monkey bar on the nigga. Y'all got one nigga in one hand and you swing it to the next nigga. That's what the monkey bar effect. And that's what black women do. You invited me to the movies. I said yes. And then you decided you want to go on a date with somebody else. That was Maul who said that. Yeah, it was me. The Did black you suggest man that movie when he asked you on a date? He said, what? No, he knew I liked Marvel, so he knew that he was like, nah, we got to go see Did Marvel. Did he know that you invited me first? Yes, he did. 
Oh, he so also this... knew you was gonna cancel on me, like you've been doing. I didn't cancel. You could have just brought more. Could have been the three of y'all. Yeah. That's I wasn't date and time and more would have been there. I wasn't in New York to bring you. He would have drove. Oh, you went up there with Stovito and them. Mm. You know Maul's a sprinter. He would have came. Yo, sprinting? A sprinter. Sprinting fucking four hours to Syracuse is insane. To watch a Marvel movie with Stove God and Damaris. It's right here. It's right here. You pass all these theaters in Manhattan. Holy shit. Not just how many theaters you pass from to here to... To be fair, Maul was going through something last week. Yes, I didn't yes, want to yes. bother him. No, I know. I, I know. Shit. I understand. It um, feels like you guys have been doing this tit for tat shit of saying well, you know movies There's and another not movie coming someone. out that I want to see that what, you should Maul? probably see the first one. What? Top Gun 2 is coming out with Tom Cruise. You guys have watched the first one. Top Gun? Who? Damaris has I to I never watch. watched it, but it was so funny. I was Maverick for Halloween last year, but I, didn't, I never watched Top Gun. I just thought it was a pilot. No, I thought it was a regular pilot costume. He's Maverick. And everybody kept calling me Maverick, but I thought they were saying Maris. I was. I went to work. It was two years ago. Maris I went to work Maverick. at everything. I was at a bar. I worked at a bar. Was your boyfriend Goose? Yes, you see I wasn't with him. I was actually with my girlfriend. That's a long story. Go watch Can we Top Gun up? 1, and then we're going to go see Top Gun 2. Do you want to see Top Gun 2? Absolutely. Did you see the, the trailer? I watched the trailer for I it when trailer. I went to go see yeah. Multiverse. Hell yeah, I want to see Top Gun 2. That was He's, one of my favorite movies, is Top Gun. I love Top Gun. I just don't... Tom Cruise now, Scientology. I just don't know if I'm... Like, <laughs> oh, he, about to, he about to chase the aliens now. You thought Independence Day was great. What do you see with Cruise and this technology and these cameras do? Double down. With this? Fin- finish what Will Smith couldn't? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You kidding me? Top, Top Gun? Maverick? Hell yeah. So yeah, we need to go see that, Damaris. Does right, he have well, a new, does he have a new goose? It's, uh, I think, I think it Goose's son. Oh, God. Wow. I think Goose's son is in this one because the guy, it's a guy that's in it and he looks like he could be Goose, but he's Got younger. You. So I'm like, that must be his son. Well, I, listen, man. Salute to Tom Cruise for serving this long in the military services. He's still, yeah, still, still fighting. fighting. No, they still came fighting. back. How long ago him. was Top Gun? Yeah. Thirty years ago. They came Easily. back and got him to train a new group of recruits. Yeah, like uh, it's, it's one a of mission. those. It's a, yeah. it's a crazy mission going yeah. on, and they need a, one of the greatest pilot ever to train. Only one person. And you know they have to find him in some discreet location. Yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to get away from the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm off the grid. Yeah. And then he opens up a secret room that has all of this technology in it. Like I knew what you've been doing for the last forty years. I've been following everyone. And then they guilt trip him with his patriot. Patriotism, yeah. like <laughs> doing for the red, the white, and the blue. They lose all hope, and then he shows up. He's like, yeah. one Saves more the time. Day. You know <laughs> how it happens. The last ride into the sun. For sure. You know they're going to say some corny shit like this. This is the is last. Is he going to die in this one? I hope not? not. I would cry if they killed Maverick. <laughs> Y'all brought him back to kill him? I mean. I was enjoying life. Hey, that's what they there did was to Luke. many moments in that's the first one he deserved Monica to die. And the best man holiday. That's what they did to Han Solo. She had cancer. Okay, they brought her back to him. He's in a fighter jet. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that, you can't wait. No, you I can't. Mean, if there was dying in a fucking fight as a fighter, as a, as a pilot to cancer. I think they probably have the same probability of death. Yeah, pretty high. <laughs> God, I mean, for everybody who is suffering with this cancer, has been another episode yes. of the New Family Rory has Mall. Cancer. We're sending you prayers. Not we want to thank you for tuning in. We want to thank sorry. you for continuing to come back weekly and deal with our shit. And uh, talk about us in the comments and say that we have hips or I have hips like uh, Shakira. They don't lie. And uh, it would be more like J Lo and J Lo. Is the Adam Sandler movie good? The new one. He's like a NBA recruiter. Didn't see it. What? Yeah, they killed I was... him at the end. They shot him. Oh, you talking about the uh, the jewelry movie? No, that's not no, 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 no. Oh, he's <laughs> everyone died in that. <laughs> and then she went on to take Kanye West. I never saw that movie, guys. But thanks for ruining the ending. She looked great in that movie. Well, Julia.
Oh my god, she has so much ass. She looks. She, great gave, she gave her hips to Maul because I don't know where the fuck they went after that movie. <sighs> she was a fox. This, is, this has been another episode of New Rory and Maul. It might be back next week. It might just be Maul because I'm gonna I'm kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this white boy. <laughs> I'm gonna choke the shit out of him. Some of these cameras are um, I just had an asthma attack. We gotta go. We'll be back. See y'all. Have a great week. Be safe. Have fun. Love. Live life. Uh, Proceed. Progress. And, uh, you know, just watch your surroundings and watch your energy, man, because it's strange things happening in the world right now. So just protect and love each other. We'll see y'all in a couple of days. Peace. Peace. No, 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 no worry, and